Got a little dusty. I hope grandma doesn't mind. Pretty you comfortable couch. It's been a bad, huh? As far as, as far as the set goes, you actually put together a pretty decent spot. I don't know that my one of my early places in Santa Cruz was uh, was uh, more sophisticated or nicer than this. I know for a fact it was smaller. Um, Lauren and I were running CrossFit, you know, the practicum, the lab laboratory was that place in Research Drive. But we have a little house on Gladys Avenue, I think at 5126 Gladys Avenue. It was 800 square feet of termite-ridden, <laughs> tore up dump. Brian was mentioning that, yeah. And we, we bragged about uh, uh, working from home. That felt so exciting. And then Brian fucked that up by pointing out that, no, you live at work. You don't work from Fucking home, you it live up, at man. work. And, and, I, and, I, and so, you know, by daytime we were in the gym from 5 a.m. to, you know, 5, 6 p.m. Or later and then at night we would go to the desk and then after Blake would go to bed it was usually rotate your chair 90 degrees to the television yeah and it's that was the that was the living part so uh, so this is actually you know and I go here because you talk about the couch um, this prop couch was nicer than the home couch that legends have slept on from uh, Eddie Lugo and Grady McDonald to Mark Twight and you know some old-school uh, Superheroes, larger than life characters, slept on that fucked up couch with the stuffing come out of the arm, and this doesn't even have that. No, this is this is sweet. This yeah. would this would love, fit. Love seat, not a couch. Oh, thank you. It's a love seat. That's right. It's a love seat. We got to get the you the, to curl up tight. The technicalities correct here. Yeah. Couldn't stretch out. Uh, you know, one of the things that one of the functions that I have started serving in the CrossFit community is trying to sort of contextualize and simplify all the shenanigans that are going on, right? There's a, there's a mountain of noise, and what I try and do is clarify the signal. And so, that. yeah, yeah, it, it's a lot of work, it's great, it's a lot of fun though. Um, being able to actually talk to you about it helps clarify that a little bit. So I think maybe, probably the best and first question I should ask is, what the hell are you up to, Greg? Yeah, um, well here we are, <laughs> is this uh, the eighth or ninth, uh, eight? CFMDL one, eighth one here. And so there's been three or four others out of country that we didn't really want to do but got talked into doing. Um, for us, the, the, all of the logistics are much easier doing this from home than on the road, as you can well imagine. Uh, so, so that's what's up. And, you know, new to the, to the past year or so, in that sense, um, more new for me in that each one of these things kind of reframes for you mentally um, why we're here and what CrossFit is. You know, I'm not immune to the stories and the successes and and the, the doctors, um, physician affiliates, physician trainers, physicians uh, just witness to to what's happening out there in the wild is, re is really cool. And so we just met gentlemen that we had seen at Harvard Business School that devout CrossFitters, I think they're ex-mill, is that right? No, are they Harvard Business School uh, students from Canada? Uh, 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 affiliate? Yeah. Affiliates at Harvard Business School from Canada. And uh, there was a sense of, of renewed purpose coming here. And, and, I, and I get what happens. You hear stories told by people that are excited they're somewhat incredulous. Their, their enthusiasm is crazy because what they fundamentally witnessed back home, whether it was in Canada 
in Boston or, or in, in Norman, Oklahoma, what they've seen is 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 a an incredible uh, health outcome. Sure. And so, and you come and share that here, and the people that are telling the story can't believe it themselves, and they can't believe you'll believe it. But you've heard this and seen the same thing yourself, and you so you get to get caught up in their enthusiasm, and it's it's reassuring to know that um, that what you're seeing isn't uh, the product of you being crazy. It's not necessarily an outlier in the grander sense of there are, this is going on everywhere. And that's, that's really exciting. And it, it, it answers for a lot of people why they came out. They came out curious and on leaving, they're like, now I know why I was here. The CrossFit health thing is fascinating to me because I, I came into it with uh, the perspective of, I have, I, I, owned a gym, I have my L2, coached for years and years, uh, you know, I've, I've been in the community, I've seen the positive results, and yet that wasn't really the focus, it seemed like, so much of what was being sort of put, put out by HQ. And then the angles that started being sort of taken with how health was being described, the, the conspiracy theory-esque of like, you know, the cork board with the pictures and the yarn, and then Russ Green sat me down and he was like, here's the proof. And he showed me and it, it kind of blew my mind and I started seeing those, those connections between you know, what it has been um, the biggest hurdle for, for CrossFit as, a, as a, a company as well as like a market for you know, what is being sold in the affiliates. And I wonder for your perspective, with what the message of CrossFit Health is, it's kind of let's you know, topple the system basically. You know, we've built a system that is hurting more than it's helping. And uh, you know affiliates can help that that process and can can bring it down. What what are you expecting the boots on the ground the the you know level one coaches out there are able to to do? Like what is what is the what is the action that they're going to be taking at the end of the day out of the CrossFit Health uh, you know directive? I, can, I guess I can answer all of that I think and shed some light on it. Let me back up a bit. Um, we were all caught up with games, the fitness, uh, unbelievable amounts of pull-ups for uh, you know. Gal nine nine months pregnant. I mean, they just there was just so much in, incredible kind of stuff going on on just the fitness front. And uh, I'm going to tell you that that much of what I'd call an, an enlightening and and I like that you went to the conspiracies because even I had Matt Swift from Australia go like how much a conspiracy we had to have some kind of some talk about that. I'm not a conspiracy theory guy either. Um, and so you can imagine when the the apprehension and I hope you might understand why it took two or three years of Holden McRae, Dr. Holden McRae, um, from uh, recently retired, so we can speak very, very openly now. He's never hesitated. Um, I've hesitated to speak openly about what he shared with me, but he came to me uh, a decade ago, eight years ago, wanting to, trying to explain that the forces that had corrupted thermoregulatory science and hydration science were institutionally and by individuals also an allied force trying to destroy CrossFit. And this is coming from a, from a very respected professor of sports medicine um, at, uh, at, at Pepperdine University. And uh, uh, he was telling me about his mentor, uh, Dr. Timothy Noakes, an MD, his, uh, who wrote Waterlogged and had worked this hydration uh, angle to to enormous benefit of everyone and over several years I finally opened my eye, my uh, heart up to this idea that 
so many of the things that had come our way that were rather unfortunate, um, bad press, uh, 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 broadcast partner ESPN sabotaging uh, the games two years in a row on the eve of the of the opening of the games. Uh, uh, Air Force majors involved with training being sent letters from the NSCA saying that, that CrossFit had hurt some sailors and we were being sued by the Navy. All these things, uh, uh, I see reps, people saying that we'd killed people back in the States. I mean, this stuff was coming over the fence faster than you could address it. And I, I was... I was, I had, the, the strategy was to ignore all of it. And then what we were able to, what was demonstrated clearly to us is that by name and organization, the same people that had fucked up the hydration space were coming after CrossFit. And that these unexplainable disparate sales from around the world, largely coupled with things that were profoundly untrue, had, it, had, a, had its common origin. And indeed what, what the doc was telling us was true that Gatorade and Pepsi and the American College of Sports Medicine and the NSCA have it in for CrossFit. And you can add ESPN to that and others. And uh, kind of a hard thing to take on. And so what we decide to do is, is let's litigate. And we have undertaken probably the most successful and exciting litigation in the history of, 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 uh, of maybe sports, certainly exercise. And we're doing a rather thorough dismantling of one of the evil players in this space and all that was suggested was true of our fitness space. It is true that the, the people that are responsible for the deaths of children um, with their hyperhydration uh, uh, campaign um, also were trying to stop CrossFit. Same name, same people, same organizations. And, and we've launched into the side of this thing and we're unraveling it successfully to the point that I think Lanny Davis showing up as evidence of our having touched a, a, a nerve of, of, of indecency. Um, and, and so I, I really like where this is going, but here's what we've learned. What we've learned is that all that's foul, all that's wrong in exercise science, and it's profoundly wrong. In fact, we have 15,000 gyms around the world because what was offered prior to us is absolute crap, absolute just shameless shit. And, and so here we come along and it's been easy pickings because, because we are legit and do have something legit. We chose to ignore it. Now the circle around in fitness and we start to look out and what we see is that what's wrong in fitness is wrong in medicine and, and so much of the rest of science. And what's really needed to unfuck things and things are seriously fucked up. Even the fact that I'm sitting here with you and have, you know, that is pretty fucked up. It's weird that you and I are here talking about the problem of global health, and we have an easy solution that the world doesn't know about. How does this happen? Well, it happens out of, out of corruption. Um, the answer was assiduously avoided by all those organizations and people that we thought had a charter to protect us. And uh, so, and I'll just tell you, it is so bad. Everything that's wrong, and we can we've had we've had a, a litany of a chain of experts coming in here. You've seen some of the speakers, one after another after another, and like we're not here sharing medical breakthroughs. The breakthrough is to come to the full realization that things are intractably, permanently fucked up, and I have no hope for that ever getting fixed. But I'll tell you this: there, you can't even discuss theoretically the potential of our healthcare crisis and surrounding mess being fixed without addressing the underlying realities. And so thus, CrossFit Health, the, it is not a public health effort, but it, it, in, in, in the traditional sense, because the public health efforts happen in affiliates. Sure. Doctors, when we go to talk to him in another hour, we're gonna go, what are you gonna do? And I'm gonna open another gym in two hours and 24 minutes. That's what I'm gonna do, you know? 
Um, the, the, what we're here for kind of kind of figure out what they're going to do. Sure. But uh, uh, I think you know the first rule of of holes would be stop digging, right? And the second one is let's make accurate and honest assessment of how far we've dug, how wide it is, and how deep before we start talking about the next step. In other words, let's start with the truth. There's no way that the current problem will ever be remedied until the totality of what's wrong can be addressed. And in that space, in the medical space, in the health space, in the information space, in the fitness space, we're the only organization willing to do that. So part of it just comes down to being able to be the flashlight into the dark corners. Hell yes, because what's wrong it happens because of darkness, what happens because of lies, because of deceit, because of corruption. And what we've been doing, friends and I, for 20 years now, is selling the truth. The L1 seminar, that kernel is the truth. It's a profound metabolic truth that we're willing to share with the world. We roll the clock forward here now, and what we have with the you know, thousand coming up here by the end of the year, 10-year affiliates, is they have taken that profound metabolic truth to market and done very well with it, that in, in not just in a financial sense, but in terms of deriving purpose, creating, creating, creating health. It's funny you should mention transparency as kind of the first step because, in my opinion, one of the biggest shifts that CrossFit Games took Big was, surprise. was transparency, right? I mean, yeah. in, in a way, the previous sort of like media monolith yeah. that was the Games media me was absolutely not transparent. There were so many people that said, you know, I have internal staff. I'll just talk about my own people. Um, we're talking about a, a day coming where as I got older and we were and we were maturing as a company that I would be allowed I would be afforded the opportunity to pursue some of my um, uh, 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 divergent interests in health and longevity and wellness and I was like no you don't get it that is the business we're in whether we all come to terms with it or not and so the changes when you mentioned earlier about the changes um, if you if you pull up to any affiliate and, and drive up and look nothing's changed there was nothing different December 1st than there was February 1st but yet there is something profoundly changed. And I'll tell you what's changing. Our expression of who we are and concomitantly our internal understanding of who we are. And so now I've got, we're going through this phase where affiliates are sending me, look, I got a guy that's lost 100 pounds. We never talked about her before or put it on social media because it didn't seem right for social media. Well, it's not. Social media is the place for Kim Kardashian. Not, not medical miracles, you know. It's not, it's not, Instagram isn't conducive to serious thought. And so I have found recently that some of our some of our best achievements in terms of the health front have actually been uh, done very very well in social media. As I take back some of my dislike and hatred of social media and acknowledge <laughs> that there are some super positive messages that have that have uh, disseminated well through that through that medium. But what really needed to happen starting at HQ was it was it a, a, a an understanding of who and what we are that is consistent and and uh, and and uh, is recognized as being essential to these ten-year affiliates. Now, remember, these are the same people that are coming up to me for five years now, letting me know it's not about the games. Standing in line at the games, let me know that it's not about the games. That what happens in their box has nothing to do with the games, and that created kind of a, a panic in me. So. If you listen to me, I'm perfectly open about what I want to do. The fact that it doesn't get done and it takes a while ought to alert someone that something's going to fucking happen because in the end, I'm going to have my way. And so what you saw on 190101 was um, 
I wasn't fucking around over what we've been talking about the past five years. And so several affiliates have told me, I've watched every video you've made, and this wasn't really a surprise. The surprise is that it took so long. But um, this is a big ship, and you know, you, you know, you call the big, the big call for move port now, and uh, for a good while, nothing really happens, and you say it again, and then it starts moving. But we've, we've made the flip now. Part of that it involved um, making some shifts to the company. You know, nobody ever wants to see anyone leave. That's, that's, it, it truly is genuinely heartbreaking. And we've had, um, in growing and learning, because remember, this, is, this, was a, this was a social movement that turned into a business and learned to learn, to learn how to do business by bumping up against rocks, navigating harbors. And, and we've had times before where we've made cuts, shifts, changes, due to economic realities. The economic reality here is a very, very different thing. And it looks like this. I'm paying people to do things I don't want to do anymore. And that's not fair to them. And so we're going to just put you in the closet here and you come out like, you know, like Larry Bud Melman from, you remember that? Too young, huh? I yeah. love these young guys. It's good. <laughs> you know who David Letterman is? I do know who okay, David Letterman yeah. is. There was, a, there was a character on his show that was a set like this and they just bring the fucker out of the closet every once in a while. That's what was going to happen to my broadcast crew. I did not want to broadcast the games anymore. Now, it took me two years to explain the difference between that and saying I don't want the games broadcasted. I want them broadcasted. I guess that would be nice, I think. Do I want to do it? Fuck no. Do I want to stop anyone from doing it? Fuck no. But I'm not doing it. The list of things I don't want to do is growing. The things I do want to do is... Uh, is also growing, but at a much slower pace. And so there's going to be some focus here. And if it doesn't have to do with your mom, my mom, the uncle that no one's talked to in six weeks, that we're not sure if he's even eating right, it's really about that. And so where, where are we sitting right here? We're in grandma's living room. Yeah, this is CrossFit decontextualized from the box. Decontextualized from the box. And so I'd love any of you to come around and see the people that we've brought in here on the weekdays. We're running classes throughout the day of these underserved population, the morbidly obese and, and, and the, the super geriatric crowd. And uh, Yeah, Sherwood was talking about that a little bit yesterday. Oh, it's, it's fascinating. It's amazing. And I'll tell you what's cool is, you know, right at a point where you think you've learned all you could ever learn about training, to see some of the innovations, some of the challenges and the, and the, and the difficulties that we, that we can get around. Um, some of the scaling things I've seen have been genius. I've, I've been able to actually witness uh, some, uh, some uh, inclusions to the effort for which I was profoundly jealous. Like, wish I'd fucking thought of that. You know, I love things like that. I love when I kick myself in the ass because that's so obvious that I had not thought of it. One is that as, uh, um, we have someone upwards of uh, 450 and uh, needs uh, two two devices to, 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 for, to be ambulatory. And so what we're doing is we're stepping up and down our boxes. Well, geez, every step is, is a deal for this. And this is someone who has not been to ground uh, willingly in a decade and has absolutely no sense of what might be required to get back up. And so we brought out the big rogue uh, plyo box, the 40-incher, whatever, the tall one, right? And what she'd do is come up to it, set her crutches down, braces down, and then just lay herself upper body um, prostrate over the box and then come back to standing and find the, find the crutches again. And there it is, there's one rep. And I was, I, I mean, really, really like, 
Fuck me, I wish I'd thought of that. My boxes weren't soft enough to do it. I had hard edges. Yeah, you had those edges. Ripped the flesh off boxes. And I wasn't I lived that life. I've, yeah. I've still got the, yeah, still got the scars. We all do. But, and I got a handful of this. We've learned that you, that these, uh, you know, are, are, are go to, go to uh, uh, prone and standing, which is the hidden burpee, right? That it's better done on linoleum than carpeting because of the thin skin. We're just denuding flesh of, uh, from the elbows of seniors. It, we've learned so much. It's really, really been rewarding. But that, that's the, that's the future of this thing. You know, this is, this is where a 10-year affiliate cuts their teeth, not on sending someone to the games. And by the way, we'll never surrender that pointy edge of the spear. Always, you know. Why would you? I've still got like you know what was the uh, what was the the, the uh, wild card we had? What was the name of that? Your blowhard card. The blowhard. Oh, I've card. got I've got Hunter McIntyre is your man. Is he okay? Absolutely. Five hundred pound plus deadlift, five minute mile. Oh, he's the guy. He's the guy. He's gonna kick ass. He's the guy. Send him. I'll be rooting for. Him. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think I think he's the guy. I think I've got a couple other ideas for that. You know, potentially even putting it up. That's really exciting. To the uh, to the. He should get sponsors. Oh, he has some. I think okay. Fit Aid is one. Like a couple Good. of the beverage Good. and, and uh, sub sponsors in the I'll, space are. I'll really hire down. a cameraman and a sound guy just for just for Hunter. Yeah, love it. Yeah, he's he's your guy. hundred percent. The name's, the name's got guy. teeth too. Yeah, he's got he's got a big ass trident tattooed on his back. He was like a reality show like fitness was superstar. Was he a seal or is that just no a no decoration? He, I think it's just decoration. Ooh, I think he wanted to be. In, oh, that's in, in the, in the I've teams. heard of this guy. This will be good because we'll have seals there hating his guts. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. He's he's a sweetheart. He's a goofball. It's hard to. Oh, hate. is he lovable? And he talks mad shit. It's, yeah, it's perfect. He's yeah. the perfect person. He must have seen this coming. Yeah, he's the perfect. He's been good. he's been aiming for this for a while, and then one. Once, right. once it became a thing, I get think. me with my people. And we'll just announce. Absolutely, the blowhard card has been has been sealed. There it is. Yeah, that's what I like to hear. Yeah, that's really cool. Before uh, before I go, we have like five minutes. I just want to use the, every ounce of this of this time with you. So you mentioned the broadcasting of the CrossFit Games, yeah. and that you have no interest in in internally putting it together and organizing it, but that if it happens, it I'll happens. I'll facilitate anything. I'll clear out fans, we'll build underground. You know, you like well, how about we build an underground thing in glass over top and the athletes run? I don't care. I don't want to be responsible for it, you know? That's all. So but, are the games going to be broadcast this year? I presume. I'm, I told CBS, bring your fucking cameras and shoot it. And then go home and make something. No, exclusivity? No, sorry. How about treat it like a news event? You know, like a real sport? Like something, we're really going to do something. And if you want to cover it, you bring a camera. Bring a camera. No, I'm not going to bar other people from it so that your thing looks better. Level playing field, kid. Let CBS compete with you. I don't think they, they can. They don't stand a chance. I don't think they do. They don't, I don't stand think a chance. They, do. they don't have anybody smart enough, yeah. let's be honest. Um, <laughs> this concept benefits next to not at all from the people glued to the couch, glued to the television, seeing what we do, drunk at the bar in the airport. We've sat drunk in the bar at the airport with people watching this on ESPN. I think the question... It's, it's people should ask is is how many people watched the world's strongest man competition and then went and did strongman, and that answer is very very fucking small amount of people. Yeah, I just take that as a rhetorical question. You know, pull a cheek muscle hearing it. It's right. Very, it's very good. So if you're Thank if you. you're presenting the games as a sideshow, if it's a, if it's a bunch of circus freaks doing a bunch of circus freak stuff, who wants you know to be a circus freak? What else? The thing that answers me, and it's been it's been very useful. Thank you for the for the loan of it. But uh, I keep having to come down to some of these meeting people. Wait a minute, man. This isn't, it's a sport, not a game show. It's a sport, not a game show. That helped me. I didn't know how to articulate that. But uh, you can see that I'm going to weed out all that game show crap. What's the one with The Rock? 
Oh, uh, Titan Games. Everything about that is everything we're not. It reminded me of Under Armour's version of making the games authentic. Yeah. It was, a, it was just visually like, wow, that is the least authentic thing I've ever seen. There's a, <laughs> there's a Kim Kardashian TV authenticity that is far from authentic. This is authentic, and it's largely why it's hated. You know, there's been... There's been, not that it's hated in any way that has any meaning to me. I don't know how to measure the people that hate the fucking living room. But I'll tell you what, we're bringing Bob and the living room out to, out to Madison. Thank God. All right, so that was the last thing I wanted to ask. What I want is I'd love to have this available as like a studio space to make content out of at the I'll, games. We're going to buy a trailer and tractor just to, gra to brag, bring our sets out there. Yeah, hell yeah. Yes. Hell yeah. Let me tell you something. Do you have any family that, that are that whose whose financial existence is tight, precarious? You know, like you worry about them. Sure. Their health. They're largely shut in. You know, do you come from a long line of filthy rich people that live in in in, in steel and glass, perched on hillsides, overlooking? Just know? a short line of filthy rich people. Yeah, I got I got <laughs> none of that in my family, and 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 I've lived places not this nice, and had people I love sleep on couches not this nice, and I haven't gotten to a, play, a point in time with my success, nor have I become liberal enough in my view of the world that I hate the common man. I don't hate the common man. And I, and I don't hate the shut-ins, and I don't hate the seniors, and I don't hate people watching black and white TVs with rabbit ears. I don't hate them. You know? And, and what, do I, what do I want for them? The same thing I want for people anywhere. And by the way, we're going to have a Chinese version of, the, of, the, of this living room, and we're going to have an Indian version. We're playing with it already. But, but the point is, and, and maybe nowhere does it... Do I think I'm going to draw people from their living rooms? No. By the way, the website is not a, it's not a B2C kind of deal. It's B2B. And what we're speaking to here is the potential of intervention. That is, we all... You, you know someone that's got a living room that's not a lot nicer than this? I got them in my family. And if anyone could come in and get them to stand up and make a different choice at the refrigerator, that person's a saint. And I got 175,000 trainers, 15,000 affiliates, 4 million CrossFitters. We can all make that difference. On day one, someone told me they showed the video. This was 190101. I had a physician drop me a line, say he showed his mom the, the workout video, the, the living room scene, and got a commitment to come to the gym. And I was like, wow, I wouldn't have engineered that. I wouldn't have expected it. But it tells me that we're, we're pointing in the right direction. We're doing the right things for the right reasons. And that's, that's as good as it gets in business, I think. Thanks, Rick. I'm always here for you. I appreciate that. Thank you. And hi to all your, all your great people. <laughs> you I see, Greg follows. You should, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>